let's get into the bag, man. Let's let's get into the bag because we not on was the play in is done. It's the real yeah. deal now. It's the real deal now, and it's it's just sinking in that LeBron and the Lakers are not in this thing, bro. <laughs> I mean, I didn't miss them, but I mean. Yeah, we know you did. I understand why you did. (laughs) The (laughs) listeners of this show know you did not care. Either way, clear on that. You stood your ten toes down on that. Minnesota knocked off Memphis in game one. I predicted Minnesota to possibly win this series. And we saw Boston and Brooklyn over the weekend yesterday in a slugfest. Jason yeah. Taylor, the game winning layup. Yeah. The quote unquote best player in the world, Kevin Durant, came up short yesterday. Can we all oh, agree on that? Oh my goodness. He okay. Shot more, he yes. shot more shots than scored than points. All the turnovers. He played bad yesterday, bro. Let's not deny that, bro. Let's nah, not deny you know, you know, a dead clock is right twice a day, my G. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's okay. It happens. Let's see what happens. What, what, What's going to happen after the next game, though? Momentum is big, bro. <laughs> okay, you say that, but this is a must-win. Is it safe to say it's a must-win game, too, for Brooklyn? Can they afford to go down 2-0 to Boston, even though they will be going back to Brooklyn? Can they afford to be down 2-zip with this talent that the Celtics got? I definitely wouldn't want to give Celtics that type of confidence of it being up 2-0. But also the Celtics... Um, I want to say they're young enough to where they can be overconfident and think that they can just, you know, but I think those, those kids are kind of grown up. So I can't really say that either. So yeah. Jalen Brown I, has I been here for a little look. while. Jason Tatum been here for a little while. Al Horford been here for a minute. Marcus Smart been here for a minute. Those guys are not rookies or, you know, nothing new to the league. They've put in, they just do, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, and then you got Horford, and then I forgot y'all. They picked up Derek White. I forgot about him, and a couple other cats that can kind of contribute. True, but I mean, like I said, I'm I'm not looking for Kevin Durant to have back to back bad games. That's not you. You wouldn't look for Kevin Durant to have that type of game. Let's be real. If I would have told you Kevin Durant would have started this series off with this type of performance, you wouldn't believe me. Nah, nah. I, I I think we'll we'll get it together. If if anybody if anything is doomed by the Nets, it's Steve Nash. Steve Nash, Nash, killing me, man. Give me money, you, I, I, I see the scapegoat right now. You, Steve Nash is gonna be the scapegoat as far as D money is concerned. Whenever Brooklyn loses, the nah, players, no nah, I'm not happens. gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that either. Because you know, when you say the things that that Kyrie said about them not needing the coach, I mean, I gotta hold you to that standard. So, I mean, I'm not going to fret and say that I can't, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, that I'm not going to hold them accountable. But Nash ain't making it easier. I'll just put it that way. Speaking of Kyrie Irving, what's your reaction to the middle fingers and how he was going back and forth with the Boston crowd during game one? And it looks like I can expect, or a lot of people expecting the NBA to come down on Kyrie with a fine. What's just your reaction on, you know, Kyrie, how he's reacting to the people? In the game, mid game. I'll put it like this. If you're going to embrace that role, don't halfway do it. You know what I'm saying? Really embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you want to talk about, oh, well, this is the, the dark side or evil side or whatever. Hey, I don't 
don't just, you know, stop where, you know, I guess where he was complaining about, you know, the crowd and everybody feels some type of way about the crowd. Nah, if you're going to be that, embrace that. Welcome it. You know, don't even, uh, you know. You think he's one foot out, one foot in when it comes to being the villain? I think it's I think it's one foot out, one foot in. Uh, I don't think no no player wants to be the the you know they don't want to be like guy. the bad boys was in Detroit. Right. Nobody really wants to do that, you know what I'm saying? But Brooklyn is a perfect team to take that role if they yeah. wanted to be that, right? You know, but you know, I mean, you know, Durant's kind of a mama's boy. You know, he holds himself to a certain standard and. I, I don't know about Kyrie. Kyrie flip-flops <laughs> in everything that he wants to do. But, yeah, if you're going to embrace that role, embrace it, bro. Um, otherwise, taking these fines is for nothing, you know? So okay. I feel like especially if they were to take that edge into the next game and rally around that, then cool. But being that they're kind of like halfway in, halfway out, I don't know, man. I don't believe you, man. Need more people. I think you just got was getting frustrated and then that was your way of kind of clapping back, which is kind of, I mean, I can't even say it's a weak clap back because you played excellent yesterday. You played excellent. It, I don't know, ask, bro. I'm going to ask a hypothetical question and I'm covering this up with hypothetical, even though this is my reality, but I don't want to make it seem like I don't know basketball. So I'll just say hypothetically, mm-hmm. if Brooklyn loses, this round, because we're talking about Ben Simmons coming back in game four, possibly. I don't know how the chemistry is going to work with him being ingratiated with this team, even though it will be at home. Mm-hmm. If Brooklyn loses this first round of Boston, does that put a stain on Kevin Durant's legacy? Fairly unfairly, it does. Um, I may not be that, I may not do that, but I mean, wow. media is definitely. <laughs> The the media is definitely going to destroy him. And I mean, honestly, if you're going to put some of these asterisks on on LeBron, I mean, heavy as the head, man. It it is what it is. So, yeah. KD has never wore the crown, though, D-Money. You need to stop that. Y'all keep putting Kevin Durant and LeBron James in these conversations when they don't really belong together. (laughs) Come on now, man. Stop it. If Kevin Durant is not able to pull this off, I don't want to hear no excuses about the vaccination and Kyrie went through and James Harden mm-hmm. and none of that. Kevin Durant has to prove that he can get the job done without a Steph and a Clay and a Draymond on the team with him. I mean, you need of, somebody excuses, man. You need somebody the excuses, bro. <laughs> I got Boston winning this series, man. I really do. And then again, this is why I said Brooklyn won't win a chip regardless because of the defensive presence that some of these other teams in the East have, namely the Miami Heat. The game slows down in the playoffs, man. It's more of a half-court game. You're studying, playing the same team three, four, five, six, seven times. Well, I'm not sold on Kevin Durant it, being all clutch and all that, man. I'm not. I just – it's going to be hard to be – it's going to be hard to be Brooklyn uh, four times, man. That's all I'm going to say. I don't think so, bro. You see what Boston <laughs> did in game one? I don't know how hard it's going to be, man, because Boston locked in now. This was the first game. This was a home game. So I get mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? I don't want to be too disrespectful to the Brooklyn Nets, but 
And then I don't know if you hear you hear these people talking about Jason Tatum made made Katie look crazy and all these other things. Like, you know, Katie he, watches that. You know that's not gonna come on. Y'all know that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna who's the better pl- who's the better player, Jason Tatum or Kevin Durant? Come on, man. Why are you, are you really asking that? Let Jason Tatum win this series, and then we can have this conversation. We're not so doing when, that. So when I ask you that question, you're only going by accolades. Uh, KD. Still, okay, yeah, Still accolades wise, definitely KD. But right now, what we saw in game one, who was the better player? Look, man. You're not going to come up short again, bro. You're not going to make me say Jason Tatum better than KD, bro. I'm not doing that. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Because you wouldn't have did Giannis that way last year. Giannis Giannis made you say it. Like, this is fine. So if Jason Tatum does it this season, that's another stain on Kevin Durant's resume. I don't care what you say. Okay. Hey, it'd be like that. So switching gears to the Western Conference, man, uh, Ja Morant versus Anthony Edwards, man, the Timberwolves and uh, the Grizzlies kicked things off and the Timberwolves, Patrick Beverly and company got the win versus Memphis. Mm-hmm. I think because of that grit, Memphis will lose this, se- this series to Minnesota. What you think? And what was your reaction to the, the Grizzlies losing? Is Ja that guy that can carry the team? Uh, unfortunately for Ja, He's dealing with a team that's just supremely talented. They don't play the smartest, but as far as with Minnesota, man, they don't take the greatest shots either. But when you got a talent like Anthony Edwards and nobody has an answer for Cat, and then you have D'Lo, it's a lot to deal with. And then you got Patrick Beverly who's Dean who's Dean you up. So it's just it, – Oh man, I don't know. That's an upward climb, my my guy. But we also said, you did say we're gonna see what Memphis does when the lights is on them. Yes, it's gonna be different. They standing and, around waiting for Ja to yeah. create magic. Yeah, and those are not the teams that win series. Like it's not that Ja can't pull it off, but when you find yourself watching, just like you in the in the bleachers somewhere, you're not helping as a teammate, you know what I'm saying, when they get down clutch. And and then the Jaron Jackson's supposed to be the second guy and couldn't do nothing with Cat, bro. No. Nothing. Cat is going to have his numbers this series as long as he's efficient. He's going to definitely make that. Yeah. So. And, then, and then you got Anthony Edwards out there, man, and you got somebody that's just as athletic as Jai is who's bigger. And, and apparently the shot is falling. If the shot keeps falling like this, I don't know, bro. It, it could get ugly real fast. So put this in perspective for me. And I want you to listen closely because I'm going to list the, I'm gonna list the remaining Western Conference teams that's looking for their first NBA title. Let me know which one of these teams you think will more likely win the chip this year. They're looking for their first title. We got the Phoenix Suns, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Utah Jazz, the Denver Nuggets, the Timberwolves, the L.A. Clippers, and the uh, Pelicans. Which one of those squads do you think are more likely to win their first championship coming out the West? The Clippers. You think so? No, like the Clippers, like, I ain't think Clippers was even in the conversation. 
but uh, oh okay 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 okay. um they got knocked out right yeah yeah they're done they're done i'm sorry pelicans put them out um that's right yeah uh i'm gonna say it looks like phoenix man phoenix phoenix just has everything clicking for them they look like an actual team uh, CP3 showed you last night that he can turn it on whenever he wants to, and he still got that dog in him, and he's still as skilled as any player in the NBA, especially from his era. He's still as good as he was. He's so, not that much younger or older than LeBron. Like a lot of people don't give him credit yeah. for the longevity that he got. He got some miles and minutes on him too, man. Chris Paul, he man. Do. Yeah, he do. Good he takes care of his body, and he's like I said, super skilled. He that floor generalship is always there. So uh, it's going to be hard to beat Phoenix, really hard. Yeah, I agree. When I look at this list, man, it's a lot of talent, but none of these teams have guys that I'm sold on. If the games get real close, you know what I'm saying. And mm-hmm. when a light, like we always say, when the lights are the brightest. I'm not a big Joker fan. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the Timberwolves, they don't have enough. When it comes to Utah, Donovan Mitchell and and Gobert, Rudy Gobert, that's not it. Uh, Memphis just too young. I think Timberwolves is, um, I think Timberwolves are still uh, about a year or two away myself. I still, I think they might have some of the the tools. I just don't think they're ready just yet. And Jokic, Jokic, he needs like a Jamal Murray help. out there. Bro. He would need, he help, need help at the end of the day. Yep. Hey, they ran, they ran that man out the building, bro. It was, it was, it was bad. So now, yeah. D Money, you brought up New Orleans, the Pelicans. They knocked out the Clippers. I got a million dollar question for you, man. Uh, Zion Williamson, we're talking about three years. 85 games played total in his career. Is is Zion Williamson at this point a bust in the NBA? In your eyes. I will call him a bust, but it's hard to call somebody a bust that just turned 22, bro. Like he just, and he's barely played. He just turned 22. So, you know, you're, we haven't seen any growth because he hasn't played. You know what I'm saying? I understand we could go back to the Greg Oden thing, but we've seen over years and years and it just wasn't going to work out for Greg Oden. If he, if he say, I'll say this, if he goes another year and he's not playing at all, nah, yeah, we got we to gotta pack him up because then all these endorsements that he has behind him, they're going to start leaving him. That's you a know? fact. Um, on right now, Nike is still with him. You know, he hasn't lost none of that stuff just yet. So we'll see once that starts happening and we'll, and hopefully that'll be because of the type of player that he is and not because of the availability, but we'll see, man. It's just hard for me to say that when he's still like super, super young, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, I don't think we should be able to mix in. Well, I, th- I don't think it's fair to mix the word bust in with the word disappointment. Mm-hmm. I think they have two different definitions. Mm-hmm. But I would consider Zion Williamson to be one of the biggest disappointments 
in in draft history, you know what I'm saying? Now, like you said, because of his age, because of his size, because of the athleticism and the lack of um, sample size we saw, we really don't know what he has. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about a lot of busting things or if you want to talk about injuries, I can't knock him for that. But his weight, his conditioning and that yeah, stuff yeah. came into play. And in, in, in the conversations, help. and I'm like, I can give you a total pass if you've been hurt all this time. But if you haven't been focused as well on top of all this and you was the number one pick, I'm kind of looking at you like a bus because some of those wounds were self-inflicted. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I'm looking at it from that angle. But I yep. definitely think he's probably one of the more disappointing stories that I was, you know, I've been watching the NBA for 30 years, over 30 years. And, and this is one of the most disappointing stories, you know, coming out of the draft that I've heard. Yeah. But like you said, because of his age, we still could see something left, but I just don't see it, bro. I'm not sold on Zion. I mean, I, I think Ja, it looks like Ja was a better pick at the end of the day in hindsight. But, you know, I don't okay. want to shoot him down. We'll see. I got a question for you. So based off of yesterday, right? Or even the past two days, mm-hmm. who's more believable to you? The Heat or the 76ers? I'd bring the Bucks in, but we know the Bucks is proven. Heat or the 76ers to you? Clearly to me, and it's a kind of a biased answer, D, but it's the Miami Heat because I predicted Miami to go to the finals anyway, like from the start. I predicted mm-hmm. Miami to represent the East and just to see how they locked in, man. I was impressed with Kyle Lowry. He's someone that I'm not a real big fan of anyway. I was mm-hmm. just impressed on how they carried it. And, you know, we got a lot of basketball to go, but those guys see the difference between Miami, another difference between Miami winning the chip and Brooklyn winning the chip. When the mm-hmm. game gets close, everybody on Brooklyn, I don't care what you say. You just watch, just watch the game. When the games get close, Everyone on Brooklyn, they they depending on Kevin Durant or Kyrie to take the game over. Yeah. No one wants that responsibility to they'll do their job. And if things are going well, the supporting cast looks good. But when it's close, when it matters, they're looking for KD and Kyrie to score or do something. Mm-hmm. Miami, you got four or five guys that's willing to just do it. Jimmy, bam, Kyle, like. Those guys don't look for one particular player once it, when it gets the you know real close to pull it off. Spolstra puts a program, he got a program he puts together. You got three, four guys that really could pull something off. So for that reason, I just feel like Miami as a team is just more ready to rock and more ready to do what it takes to win than Brooklyn. I don't really question Kyrie and Kevin Durant, but the supporting factors. You know, I'm I'm still good with Miami. So I would have to say the Heat was, to me, made me more of a believer than anything. I like I like how you try to bring it over to Brooklyn. But I was talking about the, the, the 76ers, but it's cool. Yeah, you know I, know, I, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. I had to squeeze KD and Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets into that some way, somehow. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I, I, you know, both of those teams are coming out of the East, and that's how I predicted I wonder, it to go. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how Brooklyn would look if they had Eric Spolstra as a coach. But that's not the here nor there. Here we you go. Know what I mean? yeah, look, Steve Nash is the scapegoat already. I see it. 
I see. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's the thing, though. Like, some folks are saying that, well, Harden, Harden might be back. How many more games do you need to see from him for you to say that Harden is what 76ers are paid him to be? James Harden can come back whenever he wants. He's not He's not going to win a championship. You're not going to win a championship <laughs> with him. He's not. It's, it's just not going to happen in, in the foreseeable future to me. I don't care about how nice he is. It's just not going to happen. Okay. So I don't, Philly is not going to do anything. Joel might get the MVP. You know, Philly yeah. should get past Toronto this round, but yeah, like, James Harden is yeah. not going to. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. Yeah. Um, it it's it's definitely gonna be interesting. Um I I would like to see if if Brooklyn if Brooklyn does get past the Celtics, and I would like to see if uh how how they would match up for the rematch with the Bucks, because I don't see the Bulls. Even when the Bulls was close yesterday, like Giannis is just too much, man. And Milwaukee is a guy could take two steps and just get to the hole. It's just, man, listen. So I would be interested to see the the rematch again. But right now, to me, the best series is the Celtics and Brooklyn right now, as far as watchability anyways. All right, man. Peace to my NBA family. It's your host, Seven Mitchell, with the best of seven sports talk. I just wanted to take this time out to say thank you to each and every one of you guys for so much support for the podcast. I hope you guys are really enjoying some of the outside the box angles we take, bringing you these NBA storylines. Please don't forget to like and share. Most importantly, rate the podcast. You can follow us on social media. All the links will be in the description. And if you would like to contribute to the Best of 7 Sports Talk platform, we have merchandise available, as well as links for the merch and donations will be all in the description. Once again, thank each and every one of you guys in the NBA community for supporting the show. This is Seven Mitchell with the Best of 7 Sports Talk. Let's talk some NBA action.